Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a question. I wonder, I wonder, of the class of 2020, not just here in Utah, but around the, around the country, how many of those students will, under these trying times, graduate, go on to have an educational career, maybe a military career, but then place themselves on the path towards becoming an astronaut? I wonder if the class of 2020 will yield any astronauts. I wonder if anyone from the class of 2020 will be the first to step on the surface of Mars or one of the first to step again on the surface of the moon. They're certainly learning some hard lessons, some difficult lessons. They're facing some trying times. I bring this up because here at KSL News Radio, we are honoring the class of 2020. There were so many graduations scheduled, which are all uh, tossed out for the most part, at least being executed in far different circumstances. And with graduation come speeches. Some of the higher performing students are afforded uh, opportunities to share some of their wisdom with the rest of the class, with the parents, and with posterity. And here from Mountain View High School is one such speech, which was intended to be delivered at a graduation ceremony, but instead, because of all these circumstances and the social distancing and all that changes uh, were made, and uh, we need to air that here so that you can hear it. Uh, it is Damon Trapnell with Mountain View High School. stand up in front of you all today and look you in the eye and tell you all how great we all turned out. But COVID-19 has made us all push pause in our lives. It reminds me of a song by AJR where he says, you say I turned out fine, maybe I'm still turning out. We'll never get to know how our senior year would have turned out because everything was canceled. No prom, no spring sports and music festivals. Instead, we have to draw on our memories of what had happened before our virus caused a global pandemic. When I look back at my senior year of high school, will I remember everything I lost out on? Probably. But I'll also remember Mia Wesley and the state championship volleyball team and the best football team Mountain View has had in decades. I'll remember the time we rolled an old car onto stage and sang protest songs from Mega Concert. I'll remember when the Mountain View mock trial made it to state. I'll remember when the Mountain View basketball team beat Orem at Orem. I'll remember all those dedicated teachers who stood their best to teach during this difficult time. Graduation has always seemed like a graduation into adulthood, yet I feel much more like a child. AJR does offer some good advice though. I'm a little kid and so are you Don't you go and grow up before I do I'm a little kid with so much doubt Do you wanna be there to 
see how I turn out I'm a little kid and so are you Don't you go and grow up before I do Hopefully someday soon we'll be able to push play on our lives again and move on to do incredible things Graduation will still prove to be an accomplishment that will change my life for the better I can't wait to see how it'll all turn out Cause I'm still turning out. There you go, pretty good. Damon Trapnell from Mountain View High School. Seniors will be offering graduation speeches on KSL News Radio every day this week. You can hear speeches you missed and more at KSLNewsRadio.com. KSL honors the class of 2020. Also, thanks to Chick-fil-A Utah, proudly supporting the graduating class of 2020. We have just a few more minutes in this segment, in this episode, before we say goodbye for the day. Uh, And I want to talk about something that's playing out in Congress, and it is this question of proxy voting. Oddly enough, this has, uh, for the most part, become an issue which is divided along party lines. Now, I guess that's kind of the norm. You know, give anything enough time and somehow a partisan position will develop. I don't remember when I was young it being that way. Remember the Washington, D.C. of the West Wing days? There was a little more uh, across the aisle stuff going on. You know, there were certainly uh, platforms and positions held by the, the various parties. But there was a little more back and forth. Anyway, that's a tangent. What we're facing right now is a debate regarding proxy voting. That, very simply, uh, is if there is a a member of Congress who, right now in the midst of this coronavirus deal, decides that traveling to Washington, D.C., appearing on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives would be too dangerous, excuse me, dangerous to their health, then they can elect another member of Congress who is willing to appear on the floor of the House and cast a vote in their stead by proxy. Kevin McCarthy is the uh, leader of the Republicans in the House of Representatives, and he had this to say just earlier this morning on this issue. If the Democrats are successful in allowing a proxy vote to make their own rules, what stops them from making a rule that only certain people can vote or certain members cannot have a full vote, a half vote? I think that argument goes a little far. I don't think that that is a, a clear and present danger in front of us right now, uh, though I do believe that uh, that proxy voting right now is unnecessary. I'm going to share with you in just a moment the views of Utah's uh, members of the House, uh, but not before sharing one last thought expressed by Minority Leader, Leader Kevin McCarthy this morning on this issue. While other states open up, Pelosi continues to try to shrink It is essential that Congress continues to meet, and that's why we'll move forward with the lawsuit to uphold for the constituents across this country. The lawsuit asserts essentially that the Constitution declares that a quorum must be present to pass laws in the United States Congress. Now, the interpretation of quorum present, that's what will be decided uh, by the courts as a result of this lawsuit filed by Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and I think about 20 other members of Congress. So we'll see how that plays out. Leader McCarthy and other Republicans assert that proxy voting under these circumstances is unconstitutional. Speaker Pelosi feels exactly the opposite. 
and is currently in the midst of allowing for proxy voting to take place. Now, uh, Amy reached out to each one of Utah's members of the House asking what they feel about uh, proxy voting and where they are, in fact, right now and where they will be casting their vote. Uh, So let's go through these responses. Chris Stewart uh, says that he opposes proxy voting and believes himself that it is unconstitutional. Uh, Rob Bishop, very simply, is in town in Washington, D.C., and will be voting in person. Same story for John Curtis, voting in D.C. in person only. And then Representative McAdams, who is Utah's only Democrat member of the federal delegation, uh, had this to say, quote, I'm hard at work in D.C. today and will vote in person, not by proxy. However, as someone who knows firsthand how serious this virus is and know, and now has antibodies, I know we need to find ways to keep working for the American people. Members of Congress shouldn't have special privileges. They should do their part to responsibly reopen the economy and protect against the spread of the virus, just like we are asking others to do. That means providing options for anyone experiencing symptoms so they can represent their district without spreading the virus. Members should never abuse this accommodation, and it should only be available in this time of crisis. So there it is. Uh, Unanimously, among Utah's four House members in Congress, they are all intending on voting in D.C. in person, no need for a proxy. Uh, Ben McAdams expresses uh, an added need for caution, certainly, as we continue to combat this coronavirus, but working on the front lines, if you would call congressional work the front lines, I, uh, I do. I think it's important work, and I, I think it's important that they be there. Before I go, I want to point out one comment that was made by Speaker Pelosi uh, some time ago. I remember applauding her for this comment, and it was in a caucus setting. That is when uh, the members of one party or another party get together exclusively with one another behind closed doors. Well, there was a report of an exchange between Speaker Pelosi and Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler, at the time, this a few months ago now, uh, was pushing for Congress to adjourn and for the various members of Congress to return to their districts and be safe. You know what Speaker Pelosi said then? She said something along the lines of, no, you're wrong, Chairman Nadler. We are the captains of this ship, and we will lead from the front. We will stay here and do our work. The introduction of this rule to allow for proxy voting seems to come at odds with that attitude expressed earlier on by Speaker Pelosi. We'll see when all is said and done how she actually feels. I'm anxious to see how this lawsuit plays out. It has dramatic implications for how votes are cast in the U.S. Congress in the future. We'll see how it turns out. That's it for me today. Uh, Join me tomorrow at 10 o'clock on Facebook Live and then tomorrow at 1 o'clock here on KSL News Radio. I'll step out of the way. Next up, it's the great Jeff Kaplan with Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio.